It is July 3rd, 2020. I usually am kind of like, ah, I'm not ready for July 4th. It always sneaks up on me because the school year ends and there's this flurry of activity at the end of the school year, right? In May, there's all of these concerts you go to and all these award ceremonies and all the stuff at the end of the school year. And then it's the last day of school and the kids want to go be with their friends. And you're like, yeah, summer started. Let's go to the pool. Let's do all these things. And you're just run, run, running. And then you get toward the end of June and you're finally kind of relaxing and you're sleeping in. Some of us, the girls, our kids will sleep in. And then all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, you're like, what? It's already July 4th? Well, that definitely feels different this year because we've been home since mid-March. And it has just been a very different, slow end, slow, long, slow end of the school year. The rushing and the running and the activities, they're just not there. So I'm kind of like feeling like, yeah, July 4th, it's actually taken a little while to get here this year. But at the same time, there's not a whole lot of activity going on. The parades around here are canceled, the fireworks, things like that. So other small communities, neighborhoods are all stepping up saying, we're going to have fireworks. Our church is doing a whole big community thing like, we'll do fireworks. You can come here. We'll all stay outside, be socially distanced. So it's the time that we're living in is super interesting. And while July 4th is going to look different for so many people, what is the same for me in my house is that we celebrate birthdays on July 4th because my husband's birthday is July 4th and my oldest daughter is July 6th. And she was actually a scheduled C-section. So I did ask the doctors like, well, you probably didn't want to schedule that for the 4th, do you? <laughs> so I can have two July 4th people. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, that's a holiday. She's like, do you really want two people on the same day? I was like, mm. Seemed like a good idea at the time. So July 6th it is. And this year, our big milestone birthdays. I'm so excited. My husband's turning 40 tomorrow on the 4th, and my oldest daughter's turning 16. So we're having a party. We're going to have a cookout. We're going to be outside. It's going to be hot. I don't like hot. I am a total Midwest Wisconsin girl, 50s and 60s. Those are my fave. I love that weather. If we're going to move into summer, spring, you know, mid to high 70s. But once you hit that 80 mark, oh, man, that is too hot for me. And so many people are like, remember, we can't complain about the heat in the summer because we all complain about how cold it is in the winter. I was like, nah, not me. I am very careful to not complain about the cold so that I can indeed complain about the heat in the summer. Oh, because I just do not function well in sweaty, humid heat, right? The humidity is brutal. And so as we're getting ready in this house to celebrate birthdays, you guys, I went and I bought birthday cards yesterday. I was looking for, you know, the ones like the milestone birthdays, like you're turning 40, ha, 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 you're over the hill, right? Like all the sarcastic, funny stuff. But then I was looking at the 16-year-old ones for my oldest daughter, and I might have been tearing up. I'm not going to call it crying because no tears came out of my eye, but I might have been tearing up reading the birthday cards at 16. Because I'm like, how did we get here? So many people are like, oh, what's it look like? How do you feel to be turning 40? My husband turns 40 tomorrow. I'm only a couple months behind him. And I'm kind of like, are we 40? 
I remember my parents turning 40, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, how much time do they have left? Are they going to die soon? Like, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> 40 seemed so old. 40 seemed so old and very young, and now I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel all that different. My knees might ache a little bit more here and there, but my head, I still feel like a 20-something. So I don't really feel a whole lot different as we head into this whole new decade of life. But when you watch the life of your child, that's what seems different. Like, how are you 16? I haven't aged at all, but you're 16. How can this be? And it's just been fun to reflect, but at the same time, It just got me thinking about time in general and how quickly it goes. And, you know, when I had my oldest had really bad postpartum depression and it wasn't this beautiful, lovely, seamless, happy, like you have your first baby and I was staying at home with her and everyone's like, oh, don't you just love it? I'm like, "Mm, honestly, she doesn't stop crying and I can't really take it anymore. And this isn't fun. (laughs) And all the sweet old ladies at the grocery store and some less old people in the neighborhood, like, oh, but it goes so fast. I'm like, really? Does it? Because right now it is going horribly, painfully slow. Like, I don't even know how that could happen. So if that's going to happen, let's go. Let's speed it up. (laughs) Let's go fast because I can't stay here. Well, they were right. And I tell people all the time, I wanted to like, Walk away from those people. They're like, oh, but it goes so fast. When you're in the throes in the midst of it, you're like, yeah, that'd be great. Let's get her moving. And now you're like, oh, my gosh, it does go so fast. It's hard to remember the physically exhausting days of the littles. Not quite as physically exhausting anymore. We're actually at a kind of fun stage. I've got 12, 14, 16-year-old, three girls. Like, we're having a good time. But the mental game is different now. And now you're also faced with the 16. That's only two more years. And she's going to be an adult. Oh, my gosh. How much time do I have left if I thought these 16 years went fast? Two years is going to be crazy quick. And it just had me thinking about time and how funny time is and how your days can just feel so long and seasons, difficult seasons or difficult things that you're going through can be painfully and dreadfully long and move so slow. But when you look back, you're like, wow, but it just went so fast. In the grand scheme of things, when you're looking at your life, and some of you might be thinking like, no, actually, it wasn't fast. It was a very long, difficult period, and it still feels long. I get that. That is totally possible. But I think over time, we'll be able to look back at almost everything and be like, oh my goodness, how did that all go by so fast? How am I here now where I am? And it's very easy to get sad and to look back and be like, oh, I want to be back there. Like to, to and kind of almost get a little depressed, like want to live in the past. And I've confessed and talked about a little bit before on this podcast how I definitely have an idol of tomorrow. I'm always a, let's move forward. What's next? Tomorrow will be better. Like, oh, let's just get this day over with. This is shot. Like there's no salvaging this. What's next? We'll start fresh tomorrow rather than really learning to live in the moment. So as I've been thinking about these birthdays and these milestones, even just the time that we're living in right now and how different everything is and really kind of an unsure 
feeling of what's coming even in the next year? Like, are we going to have another wave of COVID come? Are we going to go into another shutdown? Like, we just don't know. We always think we know. (laughs) It is the mystery of life is that we actually always think that we know what's going to happen because we are planners. Where are my planners? You raise your hand. I used to be a planner, but every time I would make a plan, if the plan didn't work out, it bumped me and I was not then the happiest person. So I'm kind of like, less planning because I just don't deal well with the frustration when the plan doesn't work out. So it's hard to plan for next year. We always think we're kind of in control of our schedule and our life and then boom, you can't go anywhere and you can't do anything. So it's so hard right now to kind of look ahead, which has me truly just focused on, all right, let's live in the present. Erica, (laughs) you need to enjoy this weekend, which this podcast is going to be pretty short because I've got pies to bake and a house to clean and tables and tents and chairs to get up. And I'm really, really excited for this time this weekend with friends and with family. I've been kind of meditating on this verse in Psalm, Psalm 90, 20. It's smack in the middle of a prayer from Moses. And he says, teach us to number our days hmm, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. God, teach us to number our days. It has me focused on each day, enjoying each of it for what it is, because we don't know what tomorrow holds. James 4 talks about this. It says, now listen, you who say today or tomorrow will go to this or that city, will spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while, then vanishes. <laughs> okay, encouragement time, right? Oh, we're just a mist. We just, we're just we here for a little while. And then we vanish. You know, that's not overly encouraging. But at the same time, it does help me focus. I lost a friend. She was in her mid-20s. Um, my husband and I had the opportunity to go and visit her in hospice and just kind of experience that for the first time because we were fairly young, early 30s, and we we're like, wow, this is tough. This is hard. <laughs> like, this is not okay. <laughs> like, that's kind of the feeling that your gut and your heart has, right? And the next morning, I get up and I'm going for a walk early because I couldn't sleep, and I'm just praying to God. I was like, God, you need to just take her home. You just need it to, like, end her suffering. Like, let's just why don't you just usher her into your presence, please? Because this is just torture for her, for family. I mean, maybe not for her. I don't really know what goes on during hospice, but for her family, her young child, like this was tough. And I look up into the sky and in the clouds, there's a cross. And I took a picture of it. I was like, oh, that's God just really encouraging me. Like I've got it. Don't worry about it. So about an hour and a half later, we get a call. Hey, just so you know, she passed away. I'm like, oh, like sad, you know, that confused, sad, but happy to see the suffering end and told me the time. And of course, it was the exact time that I saw the cross cloud. And he's like, you want to know what's really crazy? This is the husband speaking. I'm like what? He said, the verse of the day popped up on my Bible app today. He said, and it was James 4.14. <laughs> Why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then you vanish. He's like, do you think that verse was meant for me? I think that verse was meant for me. I'm like, I don't know, but it is crazy how that happens and then how you refocus your life when you read things like this, when you hear, okay, you guys, we're just a vapor. Like, 
we don't have a whole lot of time here. This life, believe it or not, is kind of a gift that God has given us to experience life here on earth, but also to do his work, to be his hands and feet while we're here. And we're vapor. We're only here for a little while. So we have to take advantage of the time that we have. Ephesians 5 says, look carefully. Then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of your time. We need to make the best use of our time. So I'm taking that as an encouragement for this weekend to remind myself not to rush through it, but to make the best use of my time this weekend in celebrating family, in coming together in community with family and people that we haven't necessarily seen all of them over the last couple months because we have been so distant and safer at home and make wise use, best use of our time. So that's a big challenge for me. It is a challenge that I'm posing for me and sharing with you. If you fall into the same trap of wanting to just move on to the next thing, to the next, to the next, this weekend, next weekend, in the next three weeks for the rest of the summer, I pray that we can focus on the fact that life is short. It goes fast. We need to make the best use of our time. And also, we have work to do while we are here. We are to be the hands and feet of Jesus. God, I thank you for our time together today here on this podcast. I thank you for the weekend ahead of us. And pray that it is a blessed time of joy and relationship and experiencing your blessings. And for those that it will be challenging and difficult for, God, I pray that in this time, they feel your presence, your peace, and your love surrounding them.